have a lot of Yankee news. So with September approaching, um, in order for a player to be eligible for the postseason roster, a player has to be on their you know 40-man roster and um, thus the active roster before September 1st. So with that in mind, a lot of teams, well, not a lot of teams, a few teams, uh, mainly the Angels, placed players on waivers, and the Yankees did so as well. And the idea there, it's it's kind of twofold. I, I do think in part it is doing the, fa- the player a favor and giving them a chance to play on a playoff team, but it's also, it's trying to save some money. Um, that's definitely plays into it as well. So... Harrison Bader was placed on waivers by the Yankees, and the Cincinnati Reds claimed him off waivers. So, um, it's definitely not how you thought it would end. And you you go back to the trade deadline, and you probably should have traded Harrison Bader. Now they were still hoping that you know the season was going to turn around, but um, you know definitely didn't think it would be this way. But it makes sense, and, and you know for Bader. Now we'll have a chance to make the playoffs. You know, the Reds are right on the outside looking in. Uh, their division hopes have kind of faded a little bit, but they're right in the wild card race. And Harrison Bader is very familiar with the NL Central, having been with the St. Louis Cardinals for a while. And, you know, sad to see Bader go. Like, definitely likable guy. Grew up a Yankee fan, local kid. And, you know, you'll never forget what he did in the 2022 playoffs. Sure. The Yankees end up getting swept in the CS by the Astros, but Harrison Bader was just unbelievable. You know, it's funny. You look at his regular season stats with the Yankees, whether it be last year in only 14 games or this year in 84, really not that good. Um, But just a likable guy, Um, you know, whether it be just personality and, you know, a, a very good defensive center fielder, you know, certainly could steal bases and, you know, and, and was a clutch player. Like he, does, he was one of those guys that you didn't mind up there. But all that being said, Bader is now 29 years old, going to be a free agent at the end of the season. Could the Yankees and Bader reunite? Possibly. I would say no. To me, that's just, you know, you, you read the tea leaves. I, I, I just don't think that that'll happen, but you can't rule it out. What was also kind of fucked up was, you know, that Harris Bader found out watching ESPN that he was placed on waivers. Like, Brian Cashman did not let him know first. So, again, just in terms of optics and tone deaf and, you know, it's just another kind of bad look for the Yanks, but I digress. But, you know, yeah, like I said with Bader, you know, you go back to that Montgomery for Bader trade, and, you know, I think for both, you know, Montgomery had success with the Cardinals. He has since been traded to the Texas Rangers, and, you know, Montgomery and Bader will both hope, you know, they're both of their teams are kind of on the edge, uh, of playoffs and, you know, obviously they'll be hoping to get there, but yeah, for Bader, you know, wish him nothing but the best. He, yeah, again, you know, it's interesting this, uh, because we've never really seen this before. And with with the waivers, you saw Lucas Giolito, Ronaldo Lopez, Matt Moore, all go to the uh, Cleveland Guardians, off from the Angels, and then uh, as well as Harrison Bader, Hunter Renfro was claimed by the Cincinnati Reds. So, um, you know, I-, I wonder if that's something that we'll see in future years. It- it- it's sort of a, it's different, but a similar sentiment as far as what happened with Josh Donaldson, where he was released with the intention for him to sign on before September first, and you know, last 
we've heard on Donaldson is that there was interest uh, from the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. So um, we'll see what happens there. But, you know, for Bader, he is now a Cincinnati Red. So moving forward for the Yankees, part of the reason why this was done, because I thought to myself, well, if you're going to do this, do this with Bader, maybe you do it with Wandy Peralta or Isaiah kiner Falefa, like also guys that are be free agents. But I think that the Yankees, you know, look, there's a number of different reasons why. But the main thing I'll say is this. Jason Dominguez, the Martian, is coming up. He is being promoted to the Major League Ball Club as well as Austin Wells. So, you know, just one thing I, w- I want to just give Bader before I leave the, the Harrison Bader conversation, just want to discuss um, the postseason numbers because they are they are pretty insane. Like, I, like, it's especially when you consider what he did in the regular season. Bader in nine games in the playoffs last year, five versus Cleveland, four versus the Astros. Went 10 for 30, 333 batting average, um, five homers, four walks, six strikeouts. Like So a 339 batting average, 429 uh, on base, 833 slugging good for a 1.262 OPS. Like, again, the sample size isn't that large, but he was just tremendous. And, you know, again, I'm glad that he had that moment. And, you know, for Yankee fans, it was pretty cool to watch. Jason Dominguez, let's talk about him first. So he is going to get center field run. He is going to get center field run. And, you know, the hope here is that this can be, you know, Anthony Volpe. Like, it, it's taken Volpe a while. Um, and Dominguez is younger than Volpe, right? Like, Dominguez is 20 years old. And we've heard about Dominguez since 2019, right? He signed with the Yanks in July 2nd, 2019. Uh, it was a franchise record $5.1 million, uh, million dollar signing bonus. And, you know... There was always a lot of hype surrounding Dominguez. And the comparisons were pretty, like, he's considered a 5 tool player. He steals a lot of bases. Uh, you know, that, that's that been apparent in the minors. He was named after Jason Giambi. So his dad, his dad um, I believe his, yeah, his father, Felix, he had named him after Jason Giambi. Uh, Jason Dominguez is spelled J-A-S-S-O-N. And he's nicknamed the Martian. And he's been compared to Mickey Mantle, Bo Jackson, and Mike Trout. So, like, there's a lot of hype there. But you got to be excited. Because, again, I think the upside is sky high. But he's very, very young. Like, younger than Volpe. And and we've seen the growing pains there. But now it's like, this is the movement you have to go into. And this will be a very interesting month for Dominguez. Because, look, like, if he does well, he could be the starting center fielder next season. If he doesn't do well... I think it's up. I think it's up in the air. So this is a good trial run. I don't think it mean. I I think it's there's not a whole lot of downside. You know, could he have used more AAA seasoning? I would say yes. He literally was there for about a week. He just got called up to AAA and and really hit the ground running quickly. Uh, and so that was a good little sign there. But for Dominguez. Has always been seen as as one of the top prospects in baseball. Not like at the very top. Like, for example, like Volpe, he really like, you know, hit like top five, top ten levels by the end of like, you know, but by like the end of last season, you know, heading into the season, you look at lists. Whereas Dominguez, it's kind of ranged over time. Like he's always been thought of highly, but you know, the, the highest that I ever really saw among baseball was like maybe in the 30s. I'm sure in some lists it maybe went in the 20s, but um, he's really been a top Yankee prospect for the last, you know, four or so years. And, you know, look, you, you remember Gary Sanchez, like he was, you know, brought, you know, he was signed 
by the Yankees, like I think at the age of 16. And I think that was kind of the same thing with Dominguez where he was around 16 years old. And with Gary, like that took some time, but, and, and with catchers, it takes a little bit longer. So when Gary was really that 2016 season, he was already older than Dominguez is now uh, by a few years, at least. So again, like I, I think expectations need to be kept in check, but you like, I'm excited about this one. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, you know, Pereira gets called up, and, you know, Peraza we've seen, and, like, like Dominguez is, is where I think the excitement will really be. And, and look, I, I think in part this is a bit of a money grab in, in terms of, you know, I think fans are fed up. And so, you know, any concern about fans showing up to the stadium, you know, now you bring Dominguez into the fold, that's going to help. So, you know, just, we'll, we'll talk about this year quickly. Spring training was amazing. Like, that really opened my eyes. Like, he was really good in spring training. And, you know, I, I, there was never really a thought that he'd make the team. And for me, as good as the spring training was, I didn't think that he would be called up this season. Now, I think that things worked in his favor as far as the Yankees falling out of playoff contention. But to me, even if they didn't fall out of playoff contention, Dominguez really picked it up. Now, he was bad. The first couple months in A, Somerset, really awful. But... Ever since, I'd say, July and then really August, really, really turned it on double A. Like, was really, I mean, was probably one of the best hitters in the Eastern League altogether as a 20-year-old. So he's still, like, one of the youngest guys there. And then, like I said, he gets called a triple A, like, honestly, a little more than a week ago and was just really was very good. I think he's one of those guys that he can perform at the highest level. Like, that he has the tools to do it. So... While, while seeing him in AAA would have been important, I think it's different for him. Again, like spring training, I know that not all those pitchers were good, but it was it was really impressive, and it just shows you what he's capable of. So I'm very excited to see Jason Dominguez. Austin Wells. Now, Austin Wells, I think there should be excitement there too. Now, it's a different situation with Austin Wells. He's already 24. So, you know, Volpe's younger than Austin Wells, Pereira, Peraza, like... um. He's probably, I mean, as far as, uh, let me see, as Waldo Cabrera is probably around the same age and maybe even younger than Austin Wells. Um, I think they're around the same age as Waldo is slightly older. They're about the same age as Austin Wells. So, again, young, and it takes catchers some time. Austin Wells was a first-round pick by the Yankees in 2020 and has always been seen as a really good hitter. That's been his calling card, which is good. And I should have mentioned as well, Dominguez is a switch hitter, which the Yankees need. And I think Dominguez, he can hit from both sides of the plate. I think he's better from the left side, which again, Yankees, you know, I think for me that's preferable. Austin Wells is strictly a lefty. And finding a lefty catcher, uh, not always the easiest thing to find. I mean, technically Ben Rortfeld is a lefty catcher, but I don't think that we see him the same way as Austin Wells, even though, you know, age-wise, they're probably not that far off. But Wells... Um, was actually drafted by the Yanks in 2018, but he opted not to sign, and he enrolled in Arizona, and then the Yankees got him for good in that 2020 draft, the first round, um, as, as the 28th selection. And, you know, from there, you know, again, Wells, there hasn't been as much fanfare at Wells as Dominguez, for example, but Wells has always been, like, I'd say at worst, about a top-five Yankee prospect. I mean, it's funny, I think technically now on MLB.com he's lower than that, but... He's hovered within that top 100, um, you know, of MLB prospects. So I think there could be something here. Uh, but I understand that there's more excitement uh, for the Martian. But Austin Wells. Austin Wells started out in AA. And also, I think there were struggles there, too, for Wells. Now, he got the call to AAA sooner than Dominguez did. 
Uh, Wells was called up in July to, to Scranton. But Wells and AA, the numbers end up not really looking all that good, actually, um, offensively. But then the numbers are better with AAA. So that's the thing. With some players, it's like, you know, he's actually put up better numbers with AAA. The numbers aren't astounding. He's got an 800 OPS, which is which is good. Um, but, you know, I, I think for Wells, it'll be very interesting to see how they divvy it up playing time. You got Higashioka, Rortfred, and Wells. I would assume Wells will get the lion's share of opportunity, but... I don't know. I mean, look, naturally catchers don't play as much as the other position players to begin with, but I don't know if Wells is going to get like that. That total run that we've seen with Pereira and Peraza, of course, Volpe, and we'll, we'll see with Dominguez, but I think that they'll definitely try to. I mean, for me, I'm hoping that maybe he can play three out of every five games. You got to remember, Warfed's still the personal catcher of Cole. I don't think they're just going to completely go away from Higashioka. So it'll be interesting. Maybe Austin Wells does get the odd DH day. You know, maybe they kind of, you know, I think that they're, they're open to moving him around to different positions. So maybe they'll get creative with getting Austin Wells in the lineup, but excited to see him as well. So, um, you know, again, Bader, this is just, this is a switch, right? Where, you know, you move on from the veteran Bader. And now you got Dominguez and Austin Wells coming in. They There is room on the 40-man roster, so I don't expect... Any real changes there, uh, the Yankees will call up a pitcher as well. So essentially, look at it this way. Dominguez basically takes the Bader spot, uh, you know, kind of in a one-for-one -one situation. And now, with September 1st, uh, the rosters expand from 26 to 28. It'll be Austin Wells and a pitcher, probably, you know, either like a Ron Marinaccio, uh, Greg Weiser, Matt Crook. So one of those guys, I'm sure, will get the call. Um, but... Again, did not think that this day would come. I mean, with Dominguez, didn't think it would come so soon. But here we are. I really didn't think he'd be up this season, even if things went amazingly well. But like I said, things broke his way, uh, specifically the Yankees falling out of the playoff hunt. So as a Yankee fan, you know, you, you, there is now definite reason to watch. And that was all. I think that was part of the front office's plan. It doesn't change my my, you know. Look, I want Cashman gone, even though I know it won't happen. And it doesn't change my thoughts as far as wanting individuals to do well, but still kind of hoping that that record ends up not looking so good. Um, I think the worse things look, I think just the better that is for change. But with that being said, you, you can't hate the idea of seeing the kids and seeing what they can do. And so that will be what this month of September will be all about. Wish Harrison Bader well at the Cincinnati Reds. And happy to see uh, Jason Dominguez and Austin Wells get their promotion to the big club.